This is Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies with Rhett Wood and Mark Rose. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Rhett and Mark provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as they address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Rhett Wood and Mark Rose on Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. Hello, and welcome to Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. My name is Mark Rose, and he's Rhett Wood. If you would like to contact us, you can give us a call at 405-703-3858 or visit our website at retirementsolutionsok.com. Well, Rhett, how are you doing today? I've been doing really, really well. This past weekend, we got to do something really cool. Uh, earlier this year, my sister and I found out that the number one thing on my mother's bucket list was to see Niagara Falls. So we took a weekend trip and knocked that off the list. It was awesome. Well, very good. It was, Taking Mom and Lou up to Niagara Falls. It was very cool. And, you know, it, we wanted to do it because if that's something that, you know, you have on your list, and I've always wanted to do this, I even encourage our clients, you know, if there's stuff that you want to do, we save up all this money for retirement. We talk about it all the time, but it's important to do the trips and do the experiences that you want to do, especially when you have the opportunity and the ability to do that. Because you never know. Yeah, you never know when you could have something happen where you can't go do those things. That's true. Now, we're not suggesting that you just, you know, go into debt. Yeah, don't sacrifice your own finances and personal situation. But if you have the ability, don't put it off. Yeah, don't put it off. Do it when you can and when you have people that you like going with and you have your health to be able to do that. So good. Now, so were the falls, you, you talked about the falls were lit up at night from yeah. the Canadian side? Yes, yeah, so I didn't know they did this, but, uh, you know, we, we toured the falls during the day. We rode the Maid of the Mist and it just got soaked, and that was really, really cool. Uh, but at night, there's these massive lights that light up different sections of the falls in different colors. And at 10 o'clock, they do a fireworks show. So that was pretty neat, seeing them all lit up. And, nice. Uh, it, was, it was very cool. Well, very good. Well, today we're going to talk about financial well-being and ways to help you achieve it. Oftentimes, people can confuse having wealth and financial security, but let me explain how those two things are different. You can measure the net worth of your coworkers, your friends, your family, and compare it with your own, or the accumulation of money or positions that they have, but financial security is different. Being financially secure is being confident that you have enough resources to cover your financial needs, and it's unique unique to everyone. So. Rhett, tell us a little bit about what financial well-being is. Well, there's there's multiple different characteristics of someone who is what we would consider financially stable. You know, for one, they have a, a high level of control over their daily, monthly, or even their annual expenses. They typically have a budget that they go off, and a lot of their financial life is planned out and allocated to different expenses ahead of time. So they're, they're a, very proactive about this. Um, they're also able to meet and overcome financial shock that might come their way. You know, we've, we've talked about emergency money before and we've always said, you know, it's only emergency if you don't have the money, you know, so we we plan for that. Uh, whether the market drops or a medical emergency arise, people who are secure in their financial well-being don't let unexpected situations throw their finances completely off track. Um, and lastly, I think those with financial well-being possess a certain amount of financial freedom that allows them to make the decisions that help them enjoy life. 
whether that's taking a family vacation like we just talked about or, you know, splurging on a new boat or an RV in retirement, uh, right. people with financial well-being have enough control over their finances that they can make choices to spend their money how they want to and not necessarily always how not necessarily how they have to. Mm-hmm. So they get more choices. But but that isn't a you know one size fits all definition. In order to get to a place of financial well-being in your life, you have to think about what you envision for your life. Where do you want to live and the choices that you want to make now and also in the future in order to get there. Yeah, because sometimes it's tough to figure out where a person is on the financial well-being scale. Some people naturally measure their financial well-being, but for those who don't, it's useful to get in the habit of taking what we, you know, we'll call your financially emotionally or emotional temperature. Whether you need to be reminded to do it at your annual visit with your advisor, because you know we like to meet with clients at least annually, mm-hmm. or maybe during tax season when you meet with your tax accountant, it's a good time to stop and reflect on the past year or so and how you feel about it and how you're doing and and, and what you can do different in the future. Yes, what changes we need to adapt to or, or make to be able to continue uh, to do live the life and uh, standard of living that we want to. Now, if you're not sure how to reflect on that, here are some things you can ask yourself. Over the last few months, how often did I feel joy or peace or satisfaction in relation to my financial situation? On the flip side, how often did you feel negative emotions like stress or anger or helplessness in regard to your finances, which can be a very big problem if that's if, if money um, creates those negative emotions, well, that's probably not a, a financially well place to be at. So. These can be good questions to get the ball rolling so you can have your own analysis of your financial well-being. You know, you talk about all the, the negative emotions, and I think a, a lot of people's unhappiness with their financial state of being uh, comes from this idea of, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, that's you know? tough. Yeah. You know, someone else has it, and so we, we've got to go get uh-huh. it. I might it's not a- want it, but but they have it, so i got to go get it, and that's... That's a not a good spot to be in. Oh, yeah. We, we always, you know, compare ourselves to others. And, you know, what I always like to remind people is, is that we all have different amounts of money that we need to maintain our standard of living. You you, you might hear someone say, well, yo, you got to have $2 million to retire. Well, that might be true. But if you don't need that much income, then maybe you don't need $2 million to retire. So, you know, the, these comparisons to your family or your friends or your colleagues, you know, that, that can cause a lot of this negativity. Um, right. You know, it's commonly said that comparison is a thief of joy, and I think that applies to finances as well. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. And now we talk about it with my daughters as well, is that, boy, when you're always comparing yourself to others, we usually tell ourselves we're not good enough or we don't have enough. And so d- don't do that. Yeah. Another uh, important thing to consider is who do you look up to in regards to your finances? You know, is there anyone in particular that you admire for how they balance their, you know, work life versus family life, home life? Uh, You know, how do they manage stress when it comes to finances? And and one of the things that you can do to help achieve financial well-being is to choose a mentor or a role model that shares your values that you'd like to kind of try to mold your financial life similar to the way that they've done theirs. And, and, be able to make wise decisions from them. Yeah, and that's there's a difference. Comparing myself to others and always feeling like I've got to keep up with them is different than maybe looking for a mentor or a role model that we want to be able to fashion maybe our budgeting and our learn financial from. sense yeah. from and learn from those people. So there's a difference there. One in comparison that doesn't do very well. Another one that, hey, they maybe have an idea and a plan 
let's model ourselves after them to get good advice. Mm-hmm. And so before we go on a break, I want to mention that sitting down and thinking through your financial life and trying to establish financial well-being can be overwhelming. Choosing to work with a trusted financial services professional can help you in creating a financial plan that will work for your unique situation. Rhett and I, that's what we want to do for potential clients is be able to help them sit down through a process, create an income plan, and help you work through your specific situation to come up with, here's a plan. And if we can put the plan into place, we know that our financial well-being is going to is not going to be the negative emotions. It's going to be and leave us with positive emotions because we have a plan and we'll be able to work that plan year after year while we're in retirement. Visit our website at retirementsolutionsok.com or call our office at 405-703-3858 to receive your retirement income toolkit. We'll be able to help you show you how to download that toolkit, which involves some articles and things that help you understand retirement. And that will be one of our benefits that you can do to go into our website. Thanks and stay tuned to Retirement Solutions Investment Strategies to learn more. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies by visiting RetirementSolutionsOK.com or calling us at 405-703-3800. Welcome back to Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies with me, Mark Rose, and he's Rhett Wood. The title of this show is How Do You Feel About Your Finances? In the first segment of the show, we talked about what it means to have financial well-being and some of the questions you can ask yourself to determine where you are on the spectrum. Now, Rhett, Talk a little bit about why financial well-being is so important to have. Well, finances are always near the top of the list for life stresses that people have to deal with. And while stress isn't a normal part of life and nobody can completely avoid stress, it can have a serious ramifications on our, you know, our health. And uh, especially when you have it for a long period of time. So, I mean, one of the definitions of financial well-being that we talked about in the first segment was the ability to make decisions that allow you to enjoy life more. So, of course, it makes sense that being secure in your finances can contribute to your overall emotional well-being, too. On the flip side of that, uh, I'm sure we all have real examples either in our own life or from those around us of times when maybe our finances weren't on the right track and it affected our overall sense of well-being. So when when we don't have an overall sense of emotional well-being, sometimes we can make choices that are really made out of fear or anxiety and they can take a seriously negative toll on our financial well-being. You know, you don't want to make emotional decisions regarding your finances. And it can seem like emotional and financial well-being are directly related to one another, but, you know, we believe your relationships with your family, your friends, are much more important than your finances. But I think at one point or another, we all have to let our finances affect even our closest relationships. And on the other side of the spectrum, when you have a strong sense of financial well-being, It allows you to feel at peace and fully appreciate the relationships and life that you've been blessed with. I would also point out that when we feel secure and stable emotionally, well, that generally, you know, we make wise and more calculated financial decisions because we're coming from a place of comfort and confidence. A lot of times people make poor financial decisions when they're in emotional distress. 
You know, that's why we joke about people buying fancy sport cars during a midlife crisis. <laughs> it's not necessarily the smartest decision, but they're trying to make up for a, a loss that they're feeling in another part of their life. Generally speaking, when our emotions aren't in check, that's when people tend to make reckless or impulsive decisions that may affect their future financial life negatively. It's important to avoid some of those things in order to help keep your financial well-being on track. You can't completely protect yourself from uh, unexpected trials along the way, but there are certainly attitudes and biases that can help prevent us from acting in our own best interest that are good to be aware of. Uh, For example, there's a tendency of investors to react much more strongly to negative news than positive news. In the same sense, we also tend to put more weight on and focus too much on what is happening in the world and in current news instead of looking at everything from a larger, bigger picture scale. Regardless of what the state of the economy is in right now, it's smart to think long term and think of how this period fits into your overall financial picture and plan, not just become overwhelmed with the current state of things. Yeah, and that happens a lot of times. Boy, what's right in front of me gets all my attention and I forget that we're, we're looking at an overall picture on what's the long-term implication. Mm-hmm. Another thing to avoid is just following the herd mentality and, and buying or selling because that's what everybody else is mm-hmm. doing. You know, you know uh, that's typically what we want to try to avoid. Uh, this, is, this is when investors tend to buy securities at their top prices uh, as a result of following the crowd. You know, we want to buy low and sell high, but people tend to do the exact opposite. Uh, None of these things are going to completely derail your finances, but they are good to be aware of because they can have a negative impact on your financial life. Well, our time is coming to an end for this segment. Our goal at Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies is to help our clients accomplish their income goals and set them up with the tools and plan to help them be financially secure. If you would like help with this process, feel free to visit our website at retirementsolutionsok.com or call our office at 405-703-3858 to find out how to download your retirement income toolkit. Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies at 405 703 3800 or visit retirementsolutionsok.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to our last segment for this show of how do you feel about your finances? We've been discussing financial well-being and what that means or how it looks in your life, how it relates to your emotional well-being and the rest of your life and the kinds of behaviors that you should avoid in order to keep your financial well-being on track. Now that we have talked about how important it is to have financial well-being, let's talk a little bit about how someone can achieve it, Mark. The first thing you can do is just be aware of how your emotions and biases may come into play in our financial lives. Think of the last few financial decisions that you've made and emotions that impacted those decisions, regardless of how big or small they were. One of the best things you can do to achieve financial well-being is to work with a good financial services professional. That's what Rhett and I do. We, we want to be your financial services professional, and especially one who is versed in behavioral finance, how that relates to you know emotions get affected by the decisions we make. You know, and why is that aspect important for them to have? Well, because that you know they can recognize certain patterns of thought that can really have a negative effect on a client's overall financial well-being. Not only that, but once they, they pinpoint those kinds of thoughts, 
the financial professional can help steer their clients into making smarter, more sound financial decisions that are unique to the individual and may help give them peace of mind. The way we do that here is by just listening. We, we want to get to know the client. We want to listen. Understand um, their situation, yeah, their unique goals. If yeah. it's a husband and wife, we want to find out what, you know, how did they meet? What's kind of a little bit about their background? And by listening to where they're coming from and, and listening to their goals, we're kind of a unbiased third party to be able to listen to the decisions and thoughts they have. And we're able to be a sounding board. Sometimes, you know, some of the feedback that we give and through the questions that we ask is, is that really the best thing for you to do? You just retired and now you want to spend $300,000 on a lake house that maybe you're not able to afford in retirement. That might be a goal you have, and maybe that's the best thing for you to do, but at least we're going to give you some perspective on that to think through instead of making just an impulse buy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've got all this money from retirement. I got to do it. But did you remember that you are probably planning for a 25 year you know, horizon in retirement? Let's think through. So we're yeah, able to well, do you know, that. Talk about the, the consequences of making one decision versus another. That's, what are the pros and cons? Of, that's a good way to say of it. How to utilize these assets and the money, you know, and, and we understand that. For many people, finding the right financial services professional can be a challenging process. Uh, I kind of personally believe people have this uh, fear that when they go talk to somebody that, you know, it's going to be really high pressure or they're going to charge me just to come talk to them and ask them questions. Right. And some of them do. Sure. That may be the situation. With us, you know, there's, there's never a charge just to come talk to us. And we don't want you to be afraid to come and ask questions and, and get some answers to different things that we can definitely help you with. You know, it, it's important for people to find somebody that they feel comfortable with and make sure that they're working with somebody who's a fiduciary and that will serve their best interest. Generally, when, when people are looking for a financial services professional to work with, they consider things like whether they provide advice and service in things like investments or retirement, cash flow, asset protection, insurance, and lots of different ways that uh, an advisor might help a person. But when it comes to your financial well-being and finding a professional to help you with it, you need to dig a, a little deeper. I agree. You want to get to the bottom of what's the firm's ultimate purpose? How do they handle themselves? How do they carry themselves? What's the goal that they have in working with clients? Um, you know, what gets them out of the bed in the morning? What gets them motivated? It can't just be about, you know, work. The, there's got to be other things. And I think we're a pretty good example with the three advisors that we have in this office and our two um, office managers that there are there are other things in our lives. Family is important and, and volunteering and doing things that, that beyond just us. Well, I think those are great motivations. Um, do they reflect directly on a client's income plan? Maybe not directly, but I think they do influence the way we interact with people and knowing that it's bigger than just us. We think that at the root of our mission, the financial professional that we are, you know, the one that you work with should have three key passions. First, a desire to help transform their client's relationship with finances. This can be done by helping clients change their attitudes, beliefs, and behaviors around money. Another thing that a financial professional should care about is the well-being of the client, whether financial, emotional, or even physical. Some, since emotions play such a huge role in a person's financial life, it's important to take every aspect of the client's life into account. And then lastly, a financial professional needs to genuinely care about others. Seeing them as people instead of just simply clients or an account number 
and, and looking out for their best interest. Sometimes the feedback that we provide means that maybe this is not the right situation for them at this point. Maybe they need to hold and not do something that uh, is in the client's best interest. Mm -hmm. We're going to be able to give that advice to them. Well, our time is about up for this week's show. Uh, I'm hoping that you've got something out of our show today and and have a better idea of the importance of financial well-being, not just on how important it is, but how it affects other areas of your life and how you can maintain it. If you're feeling overwhelmed with your finances and you feel like they're out of control uh, or, you know, or they are controlling you instead of you controlling them, feel free to reach out to us and we would be happy to, to work with you and, and talk you through some of those areas and see if we can help. With the help of the right financial services professional, you can create a strategy that can help your finances and income plan stay on course. If you have questions about today's show or comments, don't hesitate to contact us at 405-703-3858 and we'll be happy to help you. Or visit our website at retirementsolutionsok.com to find out how you can download your free retirement income toolkit. And this concludes our time for today's Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies with me, Mark Rose, and he's Rhett Wood. Join us next time for another show, and we'll take care and see you then. Thank you for listening to Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Rhett Wood and Mark Rose at Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies. Call 405-703-3800 or visit their website at retirementsolutionsok.com. Retwood, Mark Rose, and Retirement Solutions and Investment Strategies are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.